Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting installment of the podcast known as Little Cuties. I am Dave and Horowitz. I'm Sean. I am Dave Sorry, Horowitz. I, to, <laughs> I am Dave Horowitz. I, I am the one named Dave Horowitz. With, I'm Sean Perlman. You are what's Sean, your name? Sean Sean Perlman. Chong Perlman. Sean Perlman. That's fucking racist. Chong Perlman is so <laughs> racist. Why did you <laughs> yeah, say that? Why did you? That is so fucked up. Why? I mean, I thought why it, did but you, you love said it. it. I thought it. You said if it. you could just see Dave's facial reaction, he was he. Well, first of all, he's taking his fingers and he's slanting his eyes, <laughs> which is no, no, no. I'm holding my hand. My hands are just normal. On my migraine, face. Right? This is what my eyes look like. Oh, okay. I got a surgery since you last saw me. Specifically, well, one of my eyes. We should talk about it on the podcast. What podcast? Harmontown. You're holding a microphone, Dave. If you're just joining us on our 13th episode, we were brief guests on the last episode of Harmontown. Hello, loyal feral audio family. Hey guys, uh, welcome. Is anyone doing that? Someone, there's probably someone who's doing it. Uh, Let's talk to that one person. Okay, Scott. Yeah. Hey, hey Scott. Scott. No, I think his name is probably Scott. Yeah. Uh, Scott. Scott Markowitz. Scott Markowitz. Yeah. Hey, Scott Markowitz. <laughs> Listen, uh, we know that you work a really hard job. We know that you drive a pallet at Walmart. Yeah. And that you're allowed to wear headphones. We know that you're you're dating Dave's ex girlfriend. Yeah, like uh, you know, but a distant one. Yeah. So he's not mad about it. I mean, it's like you know. Yeah, and it's not even when we say girlfriend. It's like there's only a few that really like I would consider these were relationships. So he's right. probably I know. I mean, I know the one he's dating, and I got to tell you, she's a lot of fun. But watch out and don't let her near the tequila. <laughs> Seriously, a You're really, really, well? really bad thing happened this one night when she had a whole lot of tequila. And I'm not talking margaritas. I'm not talking lick tequila? the salt, shoot it with the lime or the lemon straight from the bottle, Sean. Oh, my God. It got really scary. It, I, I mean, I, I didn't know what to do. Are you- we were worried about her. You're sh- you're in a blanket now. I followed She's her wrapped up in a blanket. I followed her into the hills. She was just wandering away. I go try to get closer. I put my hand on her shoulder. She'd swat it away. Oh my god! I'd yeah. say I'd say, baby, do you want to go home? Do you want me to make you some soup? She'd swat my hand and we say, I don't want any soup. What did she just talk like that, or was she just strong? No, no, no. That's she her actual voice. Normally, yeah. yeah. No, alcohol didn't really she affect her that much she at just, an early age. Yes, a very yeah. early age. Well, that's why she drank yeah. heavily. Oh my God, Dave, Sean, that is such on. a major breakthrough for yeah, me. Yeah, well, no kidding. I always try to encourage you to go to a therapist, and you and you 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 you, you kind of just 
you know, I know brush I deflect it, but it's because I'm getting it for free from you. I mean, like, why buy the Freud See, when you but can then get the? What th- happens is I have to pay for the therapy sessions, and then I have to just talk about you the whole time with the list of problems that you give me every week. I it know, but you like don't have any problems of your own. It's true. I'm an empty vessel. You're a husk. I'm a fucking husk. But you're also a hunk. Ooh. So if you want to date See, that's a husky, that's what I live hunk. for is the compliments. Yeah, but also you're not husky. You're husk Y, like husk dash Y. Right. Like similar like to a husk. Reminiscent of a husk. Yeah. You're a husk Y? Because you're empty. <laughs> oh my God. That was fun. Anyway, Scott, thank you so, much, so for much for listening, Scott. It's a yeah, little cuties. We hope that this opening segment doesn't scare you away, you know? Yeah. But this is kind of what we're like, right, Sean? Yeah, this is a little bit what we're like off the cuff yeah coming at you with a whole bunch of stuff yeah and let me tell you at least one of us is pretty buff <laughs> that's you you're pretty buff Sean, one big thing know, happened since we last as much uh, you haven't been i haven't been i have you, been. Know, you know why i haven't been why i know you really have you've been like more you know, okay and i'm gonna tell you why i joined a gym sean i joined you your joined my gym. gym you joined la fitness. since we start since we last recorded i joined la fitness yeah now, it used to be a Bally's. Right. I belonged to that Bally's very briefly. They lied to me there and told me there was no month-to-month option when I joined initially several years ago. I felt like I'd been swindled. Is there a month-to-month option? There I was. Really? Yeah, you, you have to... S- Honestly, I will say, though, the, 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 the gym memberships, they, can, they tend to be kind of like, you know, like, like hazy around the edges. Very hazy. They can kind of shape them however they want to. Yeah. And they, they do, you know, they, it's, it's, like a, it's like a used car, essentially. You can really talk them down. You can haggle. You really can. I, well, there's different... Some of them don't even work there. They just wear the clothing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they that's, hang out, sell I, drugs. I, I had to go through, like, several fake uh, gym employees at you first. You gotta go through at least... Yeah, you gotta... Did you talk to Dan? He's a fake... Uh, he's a fake... Uh, I talked to Don. Don, okay. Don was super convincing, but... Uh, Don like is tw- Dan. Oh, really? Don is Dan. Wait, but which is what the real version? He starts off as Don, and then when you get through... And then he goes, let me... Let, then, then when you go, I don't want to yeah, join, yeah. he goes, let me bring my brother in. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of just turns around for a yeah, second, and then, and then he, he puts flips a back around. Really yeah. fake mustache? Yes. And he's like, hi, I'm Don. It's like a really... Fa- I mean, it has, you know, the plastic wrap over it. It's still in the package. Yeah, it's still in the packaging. He just holds up a fake mustache. Yeah, he holds up it. And, and he, it's cardboard. And he tells you it's fake. Yeah. He's in like, addition to that, you're like as if you couldn't guess. And then you go, "Is there what a month to month option?" Your intelligence. And he goes, "Let me show you the let me show you the uh, the locker room." Right. Let's get you to give me a slightly wet handy, and then we'll talk about a then we'll talk about a discount. And then you go, "Whoa, you're gonna show me the locker room?" And they love it. <laughs> they love, they love that, that they classic. Love it, but they don't love it as much as a slightly wet handy. <laughs> You know what that is? That's just a half mouthful of spit. You're not giving it the full mouthful. Speaking of handy, I want to say that handy. Dot com is an app that uh, should what? be our fake sponsor for this episode. Wait, what Handy. do you mean com, fake sponsor? My roommate came home, uh, you know, the other day, and she Sarah she just, Sarah just left on on our on our coffee table uh, a you know just like a, a a a little brochure that she got that her boss got in the mail. She's like her boss doesn't need it. Her boss has her own personal maid. I hope I don't, this doesn't get you fired, sir. But there's no <laughs> chance in hell that your rich executive boss is listening to this you right now. You do have a slight fear no, 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 of no, no, you no. and that's other not, people not, getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good talking about things on this podcast. So she, but you know, it was like I was like 
clean your house for, you know, three, three hour cleaning for $25. And she just wrote, we should do this, you know, and then I found it in the morning. She goes to work very early. And so I found it in the morning and I was just like, wow, this is great. Handy.com, right? It's an app, you, uh-huh. can sign, you know, sign up for. But at, now I receive all these like newsletter, like emails and stuff. Did and you sign every up for single it? Time, yeah, well, I signed up for it. We did it and it was great. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the part of it that you. It's like thought. a twenty-five dollar house cleaning for for th- a three-hour house. But then cleaning. you have to tip seventy-five dollars. You really have to. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's frowned yeah. upon if you don't. Yeah, yeah. that's how they but get it's you. But anytime I get an email that says handy.com, I smirk a little. I smirk a little. Oh, see, here's the thing. I thought you were gonna say. What? Someone told me that there's an actual website or an app that tells you. About what different massage parlors in Los Angeles give happy Hand endings. Shots? Yeah. And this is like officially approved by Apple? No. Wh- by iTunes? No. I mean, I th- there's a lot of weird shit on the iTunes Wait, wouldn't store. The, app- Wait, is- the apps are controlled. Yeah. That would just- okay. The apps are coming yeah. from inside the phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if it's an – it's definitely not an Apple app. Mm-hmm. It's not like iTunes, right? It's not like the heart rate monitor on an Apple Watch. Wait, you, you gotta cut. jailbreak that fucking phone, baby. You gotta jailbreak the shit out of it, baby. It's still it. in beta, but you're gonna <laughs> love this fucking app, baby. You're gonna uh, take the fl- faceplate off that shit and spring them fucking <laughs> prison mates free, baby. <laughs> this is the extent of what we know about jailbreaking an iPhone. <laughs> Uh, take oh, off the faceplate and let the little elves who make, make your <laughs> iPhone work go. That's how you do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I really did hear that there was an actual app or a website that tells you which of the massage parlors in this greater Los Give Angeles area are actual happy ending parlors. Which, honestly, if you were in the market for, for an HJ, I can't imagine a more useful service because imagine the awkwardness of asking for one and not getting it and then being like, Sir, this is a Burke Williams. This right, is a right. this is a sports medicine facility at UCLA. Yeah. No, I'm not going to jerk you off. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your football coach's assistant. And that's not something that ever happened to me because I've never played a one game of football. Although uh, fut ball, futbol, yeah. Oh, with a with yeah. an accent. Yeah. Accent a goon. Yeah. You know, I played <laughs> I played, played, I played soccer in high school. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I was much more agile then. Uh, I did. I actually did. That's wow! I that that's, you wouldn't have pegged me because I would not incredibly have, yeah. out of shape, and I except for all your your football posters on the wall. Yeah, well, they're, it's mostly just are they this, just they're, but they're just covering up uh, tunnels out of this place, like in the Shawshank yeah. Redemption. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like I have to escape through a, a tunnel. There's a poster of that's why you, you think you think there's like a lot of uh, guys in in prison who uh, request posters of Rita Hayworth, and the guards like ah, ah I was going to, but I saw Shawshank this weekend. And he's like, ah, you got me, Larry. <laughs> and then, like, Larry, like, you know, tases him. He tases him. He tases him. <laughs> anyway, Scott, uh, if there's one thing I could say to you about this podcast, it's that we, uh, we're we so glad that you happened upon it. We know we're not famous men. I mean, Sean, you and I aren't famous. We're not famous. Some people know who we are. Yeah. Uh, our parents, our parents, we, our friends, we run in, we run in circles where, where pe- people would recognize us just for maybe being, Although, I mean, we've been recognized in Los Angeles as little cuties. Yeah. I actually, um, this is a weird thing that happened. The, the second time I ever went to my gym, I've gone a total of four times. So it's not super impressive, right. but, uh, I, w- it's right by where I work and I'm walking out of my, uh, out of the gym to my car, which I parked on the street. And it's uh, right across the street from the gym is a bar. 
and I hear Davy Wayne's. I, yeah, good times at Davy Wayne's. I hear, hey, look at that little cutie. Hey, look at you, little cutie. And I look across the street, and there's eight of my coworkers like waving at me and pointing, and I've got like headphones, and I take him out and I go, what? And they go, little cutie. And I still haven't gotten any kind of confirmation about like what that was. Right. I don't know if one of them was like, you know, Dave makes these videos with this guy and I call him Little Cuties. <laughs> like Dave has a podcast. I know one person who was not with them right. has seen at least two of those videos that we make. We're starting to become a brand, Dave. I would lo- honestly. I've been in this town long enough. All I want to do is be a brand. I just want to fucking be a brand, man. I just want to be a brand. I'm just a man standing in front of a man I, yeah. asking <laughs> to be a brand. And Sean, I'm asking you to stand by your brand. Are are you? Uh, I was just gonna say Russell Brand. <laughs> I and Brand. <laughs> I, oh my god. Imagine Russell Rand reading The Fountainhead. Wait, can I just say this? This is the reason why I haven't, as an, as an uh, you know, this is something I want to mention before. The reason why I'm not working out as much, because I know you're all on the edge of your seat, Scott fucking Markowitz. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm don't sorry. Bite, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come Scott down on you. That feeds I'm not you. mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. Yes, yes. That you fucking exist, Scott Markowitz. Don't. I'm sorry. Scott Mar- I'm sorry. Scott Markowitz I'm, is not the, you don't, hey. You're right. You don't not, hate Scott. I don't. You hate yourself. Oh, my God. Think about it. See, I would have been able to figure this out in therapy if I wasn't so preoccupied with your problems. Wow, that really hits home. But also, I'm getting all of my psychological needs met. (laughs) So I'm torn. For free. So here's the reason why. Okay, so I used to have – I live in Atwater. Village? uh, Atwater Village. And I used to have my gym, like, within two minutes of me. uh, You know, and then they closed down because it was the – the smallest, dirtiest, <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, chain of, uh, of LA fitness, like little, uh, like the worst one. They would, they would, the, the workers there would make fun of it. You know, it was the tiniest little, smallest, uh, what do you call it? it wait, 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 I'm looking for a word. Like, Jim? Yeah, but the, but within the circle of gyms, it would be called the runt? a the runt. A, of the I guess litter. it was a run of the litter. Yes, okay, the so bad it, one. It was the bad one. It was the dirty little runt of the litter, <laughs> and they fucking shut it down. And then uh, now the closest one to me is the one that is you know In that Hollywood. we go to the the one near on El Centro across the street from Davy Wayne's, and that is pretty fucking far. I mean, it's at least like a twenty minute drive. So, you know. At least, I would say at most. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not judging you. You're like the most disciplined and regimented yeah, eater and fitness. Oh no, I'm wow. saying I'm not trying to. But also, he, I don't know many other people. I only know like four people. But you're the best one. One of them of, is Scott Markowitz. Scott, I. What do you like to eat? Are you eating a hot pocket right now? Are you driving a pallet at Walmart? If you if you laugh too hard, are you gonna? You're going to crash into a uh, just a display of paper towels and they're all going to come toppling <laughs> down and they're going to call you uh, Scott the mess because you made a mess with something that's used to clean up a mess. And then it's a whole are they going to deface your employee of the month plaque? Do you, do you know something that I am constantly are you talking to Scott by? or me? You. OK. Uh, that I'm entertained by is your uh, like your your like it, it, that it impresses you. That my little bit of like um, of determination <laughs> is like so it goes so I got I've gotten like a a lot more credit than I deserve from it. I feel no. like I'm not 
like you know i'm I, I there's no i'm not even you know i mean i'm just saying like i'm a little bit disciplined and then you're like but you're like Tony Robbins, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not. Well, you've I'm also really talked not. about Tony Robbins more than once. Like he's not a fucking lunatic. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, if if the if the opposite if the opposite ends of the spectrum are Tony Robbins and me, you're like squarely in the middle, and the middle is so far away from where I am. Like, I just the the act of like today I left work. Uh, my you just walked back out was, like that. No, I'm just kidding. What if I thought that was career, <laughs> today? I left my Jesus, fucking job. You really are irresponsible. In the middle of the day, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you just walked the fuck out, I'm Dave Horowitz. Well, you're in the middle of a trust fall with your boss, and you just walked out. And I was the one supporting the head. And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't Jesus. care if you crack your skull, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got to make art elsewhere. <laughs> No, I left work at the designated time and I went to the gym, which is one block away from my right. office. One block. Right. I didn't have to do anything and I almost didn't go. And instead of going, I almost ate garbage. I almost just ate stupid food. What did you want to eat tonight? I just was probably going to eat a cheeseburger. That sounds delicious. It is delicious, <laughs> but it's so not hard. So yeah. you're saying I give you too much credit, but it's not hard to... I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's not hard. I just can't imagine a life where I can get to do all the things I want to do and also my body doesn't reject it. Like I went to the gym two days in a row and then my back hurt so much. I was like, well, there's five days out of my life that I couldn't go for five days. But I'm extremely proud of you. I mean, you're, you're doing – I mean, this is like – no, I legitimately am. We went to the we went to the gym together last week. Yeah. And uh, I was really – honestly, I just felt like, uh, I, you know, I was I – was It like, did feel like an – I would look over and smile and, you know, you didn't you didn't notice, but I was just like, you that's, know. Oh, no, that's not true. You were on the no, treadmills. No. It was really far away from me. You didn't look over and smile. I but, did. You did? I would like walk around the corner. I mean, you know, when I saw, yeah, I saw you, you, I was, you weren't quite done yet. And then I remember like. You smiled to yourself. Yeah, I smiled like, to myself. Like, wow, he's really doing it. He's really doing it. You really <laughs> were doing it. You did it. Now you revealed to me that, that you went four times. And uh, I thought you were <laughs> going way more consistent. I was going to. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. went home and like my back seized up again. Which no, was, I like, understand this that. Is, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the weird thing is that I think the reason that I. It's the, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before because it's not particularly interesting and I recognize that, so I'm sorry. But I went a while without having a car a couple of months and I, this is the same thing when I was looking for an apartment, looking for a car, uh, being not in a relationship. I would go and uh, look at other people in cars on the street right. and I would say, it's so easy. That person has a car. Why yeah. don't I have a car? Right. Everybody on the street right now has a car. What did I? Why don't I have a car? I, what, what, what am I doing wrong? Everybody, what, everybody here just has $12,000? Like I would point at a car that looked like not that new. And I'd be like, oh, you have fourteen grand. You have $7,000, right. like a really shitty car. Like You even have $2,000? I don't have any money. <laughs> How do you have a car and I don't? And then when I was looking for an apartment and I couldn't, I was like locked into this like really cheap situation. I would just, every, I would just walk down the street. And I'd be like, what? This neighborhood, a two-bedroom apartment. You, you have. Uh, I just twenty two hundred dollars. Constantly just walking all over, yeah. all over Los yeah. Angeles, being like, "What you have?" Uh, it was, but it's honestly, you that's, found a cheeseburger. Homeless guy eating a cheeseburger. That's how I would feel about stuff. And I go to a restaurant, and people would be right. like all coupled up, and I go like, "So what? So what'd you do? Girlfriend? You just went on a fucking app. You'd right. go on an app, and you just 
you you just take a you just take a, a swipe on a thing and then you right. well what you just went to a work party and someone brought their friend's friend and then your friend's friend and uh, uh, that you and that person just ta- connected over what you both watch uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is that what happened is that what fucking happened and now what now you have sex three times a week is that what happened I, like so the thing with the fitness is is that I just look at people going in and out of the gym I'm like so you just like I walk around to the people at the weight machines I'm like you just so what you just know how to do this. Like the people who actually like are in shape, I just go like, "What? Four years ago, you said I don't want to be a disgusting piece but you of know, shit this anymore." Is the inner monologue that's going on in every single person's head, including along the spectrum as high as you can go up. I mean, you're if what still I was always saying- looking above and looking below. I mean, it's like you're you're always in this eternal state of dissatisfaction. But if and what I was saying was that, that universally relatable, then we'd have way more podcast subscribers. <laughs> well. I don't know. We're a beginning podcast. I mean, I don't Scott know. Maybe Markowitz we should is flag listening this one and say, right like, now. 15 minutes in, Dave and Sean start talking about something that everyone can agree on, right. that everybody thinks about. What if we build this show as, as a show about stuff that everybody thinks about? Well, I think, you know, I'll honestly feel like we changed our name to just the fucking relatable losers, you know? No, <laughs> like, not losers. No, no, we're How not, about yeah. just, how about the everymen? The everymen. Oh, yeah. The- here's, <laughs> here's my pitch for the everymen. Fellas, ladies, have you ever have you ever wondered about your future? What about your present? Do you ever think about your past and think a certain way about it? It could be any way, as long as you felt a way about a thing. So have we. Join Sean and Dave as they take you through life, not their lives, life from birth to death. We'll take you on a journey that you can not only relate to, but you'll love and you'll yeah. want to pass it around. It's the cute animal BuzzFeed video of podcasts. And just when you were thinking we were every man, we're also individuals too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like to every single human being on the planet. We can touch upon <laughs> literally everything. I, this reminds me, my friend uh, Josh, it wanted to be an, uh, an actor when he was a teenager and his horrible, like, manager or agent was like you need to you need to put some pizzazz in your name kid <laughs> change his name to johnny blazer <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> Like gave him that name thinking it was so cool. Like wait, wait, that's how wait. easily he could just <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> I think that's Josh really... Josh Heller. No, no, this is Josh Heller. Okay, because I'm picturing one of my friends, but we I'm picturing we, friend we of the show fun. Josh now, Heller. This is like he had a short stint, like a six month period, and this. This I think the manager was also like geriatric and like not quite like there, but was like, this is how you do it. He's like, it's cool. Let's give you a cool name. You like gotta Johnny wear a shirt Boy. with sequins on it, so when you walk down the street, you sparkle, kid. That's the real way to turn heads. You gotta wear a top hat, so when people see your head, they keep going up, up, up. There's more of you to love and pay attention to when you wear a top hat. But it's just like this space aliens idea of like, oh, how do I be a cool guy? My name is Johnny Blaze. I've had one day on Earth and my name is Johnny Blazer. Cut to montage sequence. Him in dark frame glasses. And, you know, yeah. And, you know. What, so did he have headshots with Johnny Blaze? Yeah, yeah. The headshot, we made fun of him forever for it. This is like in his teen years? I think this was like, he was about like 15, 16. 
Johnny Blaze. Oh, I love it so much because it's not even because Johnny Blaze yeah. is like a real. I think that's what some rapper has that as his uh, really, yeah. as his as his fake name. But isn't Johnny it's Blaze that. Johnny Storm is in the Fantastic Four, right? Is that it? Yeah, Johnny Storm. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, so. Johnny Bla- John Blaze. It might be. Uh, 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 you know what? I forget. But someone I think right. has gone by that name. Maybe a Wu Tang Clan member who has like eleven nicknames. That's one of them. But that is truly amazing. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> bad, just like bad, bad professional advice. Yeah, is the best. attempts to connect with a mass audience in such a pathetic, you know, shortcutty way mm-hmm. where we're like, "Hey guys, we're everybody." You know, like yeah, I really the everyman is so <laughs> is so funny to me that I almost want to just start over and be the everyman. Well, maybe if we can make it something that's like you know ironic or sarcastic, like if we just like. It's called the Everyman, but we just talk about things that, like, you know, our most specific individual perversities, where we're like, uh, that we would never tell anybody. We're like, you know, we're like, we're just like, we're like everybody else. We, and then Dave, you're very good at this. Come up with (laughs) it. I think we should just have a segment called Let's Get Relatable. And every time it's like, hey, guys, you know that time when you're, well, basically, it happens four or five times a week for all of us. You know, where you rush home from work as fast as you can and you (laughs) go to your room and you lock the door and you turn out the lights and you light a couple candles and then you just punish your genitals for (laughs) hours on end while looking at really, really disturbing images. And not pornography, violent acts. You know, that thing that we all do. Inspirational (laughs) posters. Anyway, that's something we all do. And it's sponsored by... What? Kicks cereal? Handy.com, baby. Handy.com, baby. Hey, we'll be right back with more little cuties. All right. Welcome back to Little Cuties. Uh, You know, excuse my change in tone, but this is the voice I affect when it's time to pay those bills sean those pesky bills just keep coming yep. once a month you know yep once a month we got to keep the lights on here at old feralaudio.com now i know i'm talking about keeping the lights so on here we a just lot. have the li- only the lights though i know there's no, no running pay- water or anything else everything's gutted well sean <laughs> as you know yeah the audience might not know but every single podcaster on in the feral audio family has to pay a different uh a different utility right you know so chelsea peretti she pays the internet bill <laughs> Uh, Allie and Georgia, they pay water and power. Yeah. Uh, actually, they don't pay power. They, don't pay they pay water. Trash? Uh, for trash pickup, they, uh, 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 Duncan Trussell tips the trash guy once a year. Oh, okay. Um, for, for, uh, for the UPS delivery drop off, uh, that's a little Esther. But you and I, we keep the, we keep the lights on. We pay the electricity bills here at feralaudio.com and we have got to do that this month by talking about our new sponsor, handy.com. Easily bookable cleaners. And also how coincidental because I just, I just was serviced by them. Right. Well, Sean, I know you you said that your roommate Sarah brought home a little card for handy.com, but who do you think gave it to her? 
It was her. It was her boss. Yeah, but who do you think gave it to her boss? Her boss. It was. Well, I mean, what? What's you? What, you I gave like, it to her boss. Oh my Sean. god, Dave! I incepted this. I made it happen because <laughs> I needed you to have a unique experience with Handy.com so you could talk about it in do a you get relatable everyman fashion you get, on this is that, segment of little. You get a little kitties. kick. You get a little. Uh, I a get cut? A, a little cut. Sean, I don't get a little cut from anything. I do all this for the love. Okay, and to keep the lights on. Hey, I do. I do this segment to keep the lights on i do this show for the love okay, okay. for the love of scott markowitz right. for the love of you i'm assuming you must love me if you do this show with me for the yeah. sweet love of dustin marshall but also Every- the love of being able to see <laughs> well hey even if i was blind i would love the experience of recording a podcast with you oh, okay you're and being a part of this this moment. podcasting I'm, family no 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 yeah, yeah, I'm sorry I, I was i was making a, jo- a I'll joke dumb. around up okay. and down left and right but sometimes i just got to speak from the heart and i know for a fact that you had not just a uniquely personal experience with handy.com i know they did a bang up job yeah now Sean, you hosted quite a party oh, last weekend, didn't it you? Was a rager. You were there. Yeah. House party to end yeah. all house parties. Now I'm in the red. Let me just say that. You're in the red? Yeah. I mean, I had fifty six dollars in my account beforehand, but But you spent fifty eight. I yeah. It's <laughs> definitely going to accrue fees. Soon. Yeah. I heard there was chips. There were chips. Dips. Salsa. And a bunch of flips, meaning you did a Whoa. bunch of flips. And bu- Jesus Christ, Dave! What's wrong? I, is that private? I think I. I mean, that was just. just I can't little, tell the audience that you racist. had a bunch of people doing flips in your house. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. I thought you meant Filipinos. Is that is flips a derogatory term for Filipinos? It sure is. Well, you learn something new every day. You, know what else you can learn. You can learn that. A trip to Handy.com will get you a customized cleaning experience for your homestead. Now, you live in a two-bedroom apartment. Is that true? Sure do. You crammed in, if I'm not misunderstanding this, 250 people. Dick. Oh, I'm sorry. You were talking about Sean, are else. you getting dirty? <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I heard you got dirty I did dirty a little bump party. before this segment. And you on cocaine? I got a <laughs> Okay, you're getting cuckoo? Pop his little secret. Papa's little secret ain't a secret no more, Big Daddy. I did say that I did a bump before that, so yes, I am. You did. Yeah. Now, Sean, I heard that the house was a-rocking, but people did bother knocking. You had people from the street coming into your house. You had a catering truck Well, it was a knock party. A knock party? Yeah. What's that? Well, you have to knock. Sure. Before you come in. I would almost say that's customary for a lot of parties. Yeah, but it's like that, that was the entrance fee. Oh, the knock. price is one knock. <laughs> this is one. That's knock. why you're in the red. You didn't charge any money. Knuckles, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to. You want to overextend your knuckles before you get to the party because then it's like, ow. Yeah, yeah. You hurt your knucks a little. You bit. You hurt your knucks a little bit. But Sean, I heard that th- this 200 plus person party got a little bit out of hand. You had people. You had go-go dancers all over the place. Doing shimmy and shaking, knocking over mugs. I heard you had a couple of broken mugs in the kitchen. I went to the Salvation Army. I got a couple of mugs to be knocked off the shelves. To, you got mugs honest. to be intentionally broken to, at your to party? To be honest, I got some mugs to be knocked off the shelves. Okay, well, that's wild. You're I, a wild well, man. It, it's all part of the mystique. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I wanna, I'm the Gatsby of the party. Sure, sure. And I want you to feel like... You do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had yeah, a fun yeah. time. I saw you over there. You know, well, you were, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a little you bit... You were imba- chipping and dipping. I'm embarrassed that you're saying I was there because it was... I was under the impression it was a, it was an eyes wide shut mask orgy. So I came in a very yeah, ornate really, mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so my face was hidden. Yeah. Maybe you... 
I guess they were very loud sneakers. You could see my sneakers. I could tell they were very yeah. They you were could very tell bright. they was, were new. They were new gym sneakers. They were L.A. lights, the ones that <laughs> yeah. lit up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm a little embarrassed that you knew I was there because I, I, you know how that Dave, you know, come on. You know that old Red Fox routine where he says, "If I knew it was that kind of party, I would have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes." No. Well, I stuck my dick in the mashed <laughs> <It> potatoes. Was... <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, Google comedian Red Fox dick mashed potatoes. If you want to get that reference, anyway, Sean, that bowl of mashed potatoes Wait, were they ended up mashed on... before he stuck his dick in the potatoes. Sean, you gotta listen to the routine, buddy. <laughs> mashed potatoes on the floor, knocked over mugs everywhere, an aborted orgy in the bathroom. Yeah. I gotta say, when people don't know they're coming in for an orgy, they're not gonna want to get <laughs> fucked. And let me just tell you, nothing bad happened. I just got a lot of slaps in the face. Dave, lots of a-listers there too. You want to name them? Oh boy, yeah. Uh, Corey Feldman's houseboy was there. Yeah. Ronnie, uh, who he, is wait Ronnie? Yeah, yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie Corey Feldman's houseboy was there. Uh, who was teasing that Corey maybe was going to show up? Didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Eliza Dushku was there. Yeah. Yeah. Famous, uh, popular, pretty actress Eliza Dushku. She's actually Corey Feldman's pool girl. Yeah, <laughs> but that's people worked for Corey Feldman. There was a visible theme going on. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. I didn't know if it was intentional. I mean, you've invited all these people. It was intentional. It was? Yeah. This this party is 14 years in the making. What would you say the theme of this party was? Uh, Just complete anarchy and havoc. Anarchy (laughs) and havoc. No sense of reason or or order. It did seem pretty disparate because you had the the knocked over mugs. You had a bowl of mashed potatoes. You had uh, Corey Feldman's pool boy. You had Eliza Dushku. Uh, You had a couple of go-go dancers just sort of swaying around in the kitchen. You told me it was an Eyes Wide Shut style orgy, so you had one guy in an elaborate yeah. falcon mask. It was part prank. Yeah, so you pranked me, so yeah. part of the party was for that it was a prank. It was a little prank, yeah. At one point, it was a game of werewolf, you know, yeah. that game where you turn the lights on, and oh, it's that, that game. Where you, yeah, but that was only about five minutes long, and like once everybody got their assignments, the game was over. Right. Uh, that was pretty weird. Um, you just had a time where you said, Dorito Ninja Stars, and you just started throwing Doritos, but very, very accurately, they were hurting people. Right. One got lodged oh, those into... Those were actually Ninja Stars. Really? I was saying Dorito Ninja Stars so that they wouldn't, you know, their guards wouldn't come up. Their guards? Yeah, they just wouldn't, like, bring their guards. No, so that they just wouldn't, like, defend themselves. Oh, so people wouldn't have their guards (laughs) up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, okay, that's very You know, I just didn't want, I didn't want hands deflecting my Ninja Stars. Right, but you didn't, you managed to not hit anyone. You were a lousy aim, but they're lodged into your wall. Right. Uh, I wanted people to catch them in their mouths, was my point. In their mouths? Yeah, I'm a little dirty. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So you, I'm fucked up in the head. So, but it wasn't a cocaine party. You were just on cocaine. Oh yeah, that's yeah. No, I was absolutely. Prohi- everyone's prohibited yeah. from doing drugs. There was no alcohol or drugs. Yes. No. 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 Absolutely. You, you touch that shit, you're out. Yeah. Of my house, but. I was fucked up. Can I tell you that I thought the weirdest part of the party was when you had a six foot party sub delivered. Right. Everybody cheered because they were yeah, hungry, yeah, yeah. but then you. Tilted, the you yeah, tilted yeah, yeah. the table, well, and the sub just fell on the floor. Yeah, and then you just mushed it into <laughs> yeah, a yeah, rug. Yeah, 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 you just mushed it into a paste. Yeah, into yeah, a weird fine that. paste. And yeah. but then when people started to maybe turn the music back on while you were doing it, you said, "Everyone, look at me!" Yeah, everyone, look at me! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the weirdest part. That's weird too, because cocaine makes you voraciously hungry, as you know. As I know, yeah, yeah. As <laughs> you told yeah, me, yeah, that's yeah. why I know. Yeah, and I had to hold myself back from eating that paste, that rug paste, baby. Yeah, yeah. So once the party wrapped up, 
You've got half-naked go-go dancers waiting to be paid. You said, get out of the here. The other half was naked, too, Dave. I don't know if you noticed. You had that mask on pretty tight. No, I think those were flesh-colored onesies. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. You weren't wearing your glasses that night. You're, you're absolutely uh, right. But, so you kicked everybody out. Someone tried to grab a little pepperoncini, like, from the party right. stuff that was on the floor. Well, pa- pa- Papa John's, yeah, we got him delivered. You so they, sw- they come on to- yeah, yeah, but... Once the Papa John's came, you hung up the pizza on the wall like it was an art exhibit. And anytime someone tried to eat it, you would swat their hands away. Yeah. You'd say, none for you. None for you. Like the soup Nazi. None for you, I'd say. This is a party with no alcohol, no drugs except for you, go-go dancers, broken ceramic mugs all over the floor, mashed potatoes that I stuck my dick in because I thought it was that kind of party. Right. People mad that I thought it was an orgy in the bathroom. Yeah. A six-foot party sub mashed into the floor. Pizza's lining the wall, yes. cheese sliding off the mm-hmm. wall, ninja star indentations in the wall, yep. and you in the center of the room going, I am your king. As the Gatsby I of, am as your the king. Gatsby of it all. As Eliza Dushku leaves and says, Thanks, I had a time? She didn't yeah, know she should she say was good time. It. Yeah. TV actress and star Eliza Dushku was there, and she lasted longer than anybody. She almost tried to help you clean up, and you said, No, nobody yeah. cleans up. And that's where Handy.com came in because the next day, three able-bodied cleaners yeah. from Handy came in. You had a coupon for $25, $25 for your first cleaning. They were there for three hours. Three hours. The place yeah, looked yeah. better than it was when you moved in. Yes. That's insane. Yes. Sean, this service is unbelievable. Unfucking believable Dave. I mean, I would have recommended yeah. it before just because it was cheap. But, I mean, I the work that they've done now, I mean, we're in your place now, and it's completely spotless. Dave, I wasn't even awake the whole time. What? Yeah, I was in the center of the fucking room. So what? Dorito dust all over me, despite the fact that there wasn't even Doritos there. That was from your party. private stash, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were like Dorito, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Dorito Ninja Star, yeah, yeah. but then you would secretly go into your room yeah. for your own stash. Oh, I keep the dust in a separate, like like a, like a an urn on You're my mantelpiece. Yeah, yeah. Straight up cool ranch guy. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I was I was so impressed that we really do want to. Uh, I mean, we wanna we wanna plug them. They they haven't actually even signed on to be official sponsors. You're this is kidding. a trial. This is the first time this, this has happened because everyone trial. else is super on board. Super on board. One hundred percent. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. And they give like us a little, more. a little much. Like they, like phone is ringing. On, we're like, guys, like it's we 10 get it. At fucking night, we get it, Adam yes. and Eve. We know you're selling a lot of double headed dildos yeah, yeah, because yeah. We're of us. Talk excellently about your product. You don't even have to fucking worry. You're in good hands yeah, with good the little cuties. Handy. We are creating relatable content yes. that everybody can Trust agree me, with. We're every man and everyone will want and to use every your women too. We didn't forget you. Well, we're talking about mankind or womankind. W o m y n kind ah. kind women oh you just misspelled women no oh wait hold on i didn't oh no 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 whoa, 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 whoa. w-o-m-y-n oh there's like I, I can spell woman without spelling man you know what i'm saying i just got it because what's a woman without a man a full person dave a full freaking person i feel new brain folds in my head i am a feminist i am an ally and I am loud because I'm a white man. Handy.com. Book a home cleaning now. Trust me. We don't even get a kickback. Usually I say top right-hand corner. There's a tangerine. Click it. You get 25% off. Blah, 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 blah. No. $25 cleaning from Handy. 
Okay. And if you make one joke to these cleaners about how they should give you a hand job, you're out of there. They're out of there faster than you can say Dorito dust. Also, right. although I will say if you do enter the promo code Dorito dust, Sean will come to your house and throw ninja stars at you. <laughs> yeah. And come to next year's party. It's going to be Eyes Wide Shut themed. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, you're laughing and pointing. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like you used up your chance to get me to fall for it. All right. It's ring the doorbell themed. Okay. I will ring the doorbell okay. because you're, you're not laughing. I believe you. Uh, Sean throws a hell of a party. We'll be right back with more Little Cuties. Hi, we're back on Little Cuties. I'm Dave. And I'm Sean. And we are here to talk about how tomorrow is 9-11. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, 9-11 for me. <laughs> it just sounded like you're about to explain <laughs> what 9-11 was. If you guys don't know. 9-11 was a sad day. Yeah. Uh, everybody's in America. No, no, no. That, that's not what we're we're to say. You you were saying something about how you I, okay, feel so, like how do I get it? It's like nine eleven for me has always been this like inspirational day. Only not uh, not in this way. It's a very sad day, but it's a very tragic day. Of course, it's like you know. But it's also like this day that is a constant reminder that like you know th- that. Life is, is is something that's ending, you know, that's that that's something that will end one day. It's fragile, yes. you know. And so that has always motivated me, this this like sort of like fear of death. So any reminder to me throughout my life that like life is, you know, is not eternal, like, you know, that will will always motivate me in some way. So like every every September eleventh, like, you know, leading up to it. I will like, uh, you know, I will, uh, you know, I will s- like sort of like celebrate the days leading up to it. No, not, this is not, this is not like a, a, a thing in my head where I like keep this, you know, this is not like an, a, an intentional thing. It's like almost just going like, I use it as a marker. Like I do very, to a lot of days throughout the year. This is gonna, this is gonna make me seem fucking insane. <laughs> but I get these, like, sometimes I'll go like, uh, th- I, I feel like I have this touch of OCD that throughout, <laughs> like, y- you're laughing because you know what I'm, but I'm like, uh, this sort of thing where like, I'll have these little markers throughout the year where the date or whatever will stick, stick in my head and I'll be like, at that point, I will, work super hard. I will, um, you know, have a bunch of goals that I will try to accomplish. I will work out every day. I'll do all this stuff. And so it just kind of keeps me on track, but I restart throughout like the year. So like one of the dates is like, does this, this seem completely insane or like, okay. So March 4th is one of those dates because to me that was like in my insane brain i was like well it stands for like march 4th it's it's a it's a day of perseverance like it's oh. like fourth right so the- it, it would be this little inside joke in my brain where i would go one day i'm going to tell my children in the future when they like you know that like you know when we live in this like nice li- this nice house and everything's like this successful thing and all the dreams have happened for like my entire family and all my friends and everything that i'm like 
it was on that day that I decided to, you know, get serious about everything and, and work hard towards, towards something. And this has been going on for years and I constantly restart. And 9-11 is one of those days because it constantly reminds me that life is something that is going to end. It's something that's fragile. So that, that was a load off, but, uh. That's cool. Yeah, I never, no, but it's also, kind of nuts because well it's funny because you were like oh this is a sort of ocd but then you describe these things as little inside jokes you have with yourself which is kind of a interesting way to look at ocd right because there are weird little uh mnemonic devices or like strange little uh seemingly arbitrary dates or 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 coincidences that you hang more meaning on just you know how uh you know um June 4th, 2004 was the day I got hit by a car. Right. Uh, and so every June 4th, I am like, wow, I'm alive. So in essence, like, right. that's my... That's your version. But I, I think that's way more understandable. That's what, like, every human does on Earth. But to me... Yeah, but also everybody yeah. feels weird on 9-11, at least since no, 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 for 9-11, sure. 2001. Right. And that's, that's not a weird thing. But I have hundreds of these dates oh. maybe it's not 100 maybe it's like maybe it's like 30 or 40 right that feels like maybe year. a lot you know like i i think that i, I 40 is a lot yeah <laughs> sean now yeah, i'm yeah. reconsidering a little 40 is a lot here's the thing though it doesn't here's matter the thing, though i'm cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter what you know i'll make these like you know it, it really does the trick to motivate me no matter what so the fact that it actually works in some way even for a few days or a week or whatever it is it, it's what i need in my brain to just keep going that's why i make so many of them because i know it's impossible to live a perfect life from like to you know if you're like starting tomorrow and i know a lot of people do that thing where they're like starting tomorrow you know, my diet starts tomorrow as a cliche kind of thing where they're like, you know, starting tomorrow, I'm going to be a perfect person. It's easy to say that in that sense. But then you really have that foresight when you get to that point, you're like, no, this is fucking impossible. I'm still the same person that I was yesterday. But setting these little dates, I honestly will for a week, you know, like two weeks, whatever it is, you know, like a short amount of time, we'll really live like like that. And so one of these dates is... 9-11 uh, going back in my mind like there were the off the top of my head so we had the march 4th date you know it, but here's where the ocd kicks in it's like one of them i remember was was like uh august 1st 2008 i remember that was like a big one for me because i was like 818 i grew up in the 818 area code you know my my you know so i'm like oh yeah this is like i'm a valley kid so there's something personal to me and then i would do i will always do that or it's like you know like you know Wait, any, what do you mean you always do that because there's only one august yeah that's first, so th- i'm just saying that's like an example i'm far reaching back and going like okay that's like one of the dates that i remember doing that too but what, what did yeah. you do you were like now because i'm from the valley and this is the date and it's, it's august 1st 2008 i'm gonna I'm going to drink a lot of protein shakes or I'm going to like... Yeah, I make a list of, of uh, goals that I'm going to try to accomplish. See, and this then, is what you know, this, yeah. this this reminds me of what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode where you're like, you gave me so much credit, but I don't really... Like, I don't have systems and whether or not... Whether right. or not you're crazy because crazy is a... Stu- like, when I learned to stop calling people crazy... Right. Because I was, I was as guilty I mean, as... You know, yeah, I was I'm, as guilty as anyone of... 
you know, when when something would would uh, uh, would not go my way with a girl, it would be like, right. you know, her texts are all weird. She's crazy. Right. I, that's terrible. I don't. I haven't done that in a long no, no, no. I know, time. I know but what I'm saying is, is like, thing, but yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's just what whatever. The, this is a bigger. This is indicative of a bigger thing, which is whatever gets you through the day. Right. Whatever helps you sleep at night. I say crazy because I'm self-conscious about this. Sure. Because, because I really look at this and I go like, God, I mean, I really have this habit of doing this in my brain and, and making these goals and restarting constantly, which still motivates me and gets me. But but I really am able to trick my brain into thinking things will be perfect from that moment. Whatever it is with my brain, I go like, you know, realistically, if I really had to make like a, a gamble, whether, you know, I will... And and to say that, like, when I say I will do this forever, it's just this, you know, I'm like, what I mean is, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a goal to give you an example of. Um, anyways, be, aside from this, I don't know if anyone else does this sort of thing, but it just helps. It, it helps in some way. And it's like, whatever you reach for, it's like, whatever you need to do to keep you motivated, you know, you, you sort of do. But, but I remember there would be a time when I'd be like obsessively, like I'd take, I, it would always be something with the date. Like, you know, like, you know, it, let's say it's like, I remember another one was, was, uh, July, uh, 8th. 2009 seven eight nine because because six I work was afraid in, of seven yeah, yeah because i work in comedy and that's a comedy punchline and so i have this like inside joke in my head that i'm like okay from that date on so they're always but stuff so like what this is it like, like from that date into, on i'm gonna start doing more things but then so what happens because yeah. if you go from uh, march 4th like i'm yeah. gonna march 4th but then that year you got to august 1st yeah. in 2008 like so in 2008 March 4th was a significant date for right. you. Then you did more or better or more regimented things for a couple months. And then you got to August 1st and you were like, well, now I'm really going to do it. Yeah. And then you got to 9-11, which is only a month after that. And then you're like, well, now yeah, the and real... You, you kind of fall off because you can't live like a perfect person. But But I do have these goals and I try to go... And so that's what I'm saying is like... 9-11 is one of those dates where I'm like, okay, well, starting from that day, it's like, let's get serious. And every year, every year, I will take that and have it be a thing where I go like, let's work really, really hard and, and do this. So up leading up to that date, I will, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like a few days beforehand, I'll, I will like eat cheeseburgers or drink or do whatever. And then I will fast on that day. It's like, I'm not, not really fast, but I'm saying like, I will deprive myself of all these like indulgences and really get serious about things it's just a thing that helps and it's never carried over like because it's just impossible to live as a perfect person but it helps all these little tiny markers but i i honestly like i'm like for instance here's another date is like may 10th 2015 like earlier this year even you know um 5, 10, 15, you know, they're all divisible by 5, 10, 15. That's what I'm talking about when I say like the OCD. That's what my, my brain will start to do with the date. Is there something significant about the date? Is it some, can I find some sort of mathematical formula within the date, you know? And if um, it helps, if it's not getting, I mean, obviously, like I've seen where you live, you don't have a, you don't yeah, have I, a, a, a conspiracy wall full of, of course. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, it's, it's not, not like the, the number no, 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's number not. 23, Jim Carrey. But, you know, I mean, this this is the thing where I'm like, I don't know, it's just it sort of like feeds into like my my sort of anxiety brain, like 
gloms onto this this system and and does this and it, it sort of tricks itself into thinking like well we're going to be tony robbins from this point forward you know <laughs> do you like tony robbins yeah i mean i I've, i'm absolutely like inspired by him uh and i think that he's also simultaneously cheesy and you know but also like i'm like wow i mean imagine to uh, being able to like enact the actual principles that he that he like preaches is like very inspiring i'm i'm highly susceptible to self like to guru shit like you know when like there's like a motivational speaker or something like that sure or even if it's like but i'm like so highly susceptible that someone will be like work hard and i'll be like yeah totally you know i get like amped up i mean that's just how i feel like i always do well then i've got Um, a system of audio cassettes i'd love to (laughs) uh uh let's um we have a couple of we have a couple of emails we should we should get to read them um we got uh and and, uh one of them is a question and one of them is just a little nice thing really it's funny because it's also it seems like a little counter to the little cuties thing that i that i think like that or i'm like motivated in that way well, if this is how you really feel, this is how you are. I mean, I told you you were a little cutie, so you were susceptible to that. Right. Maybe you're not. Maybe this is what we're going to learn over the course no, of this I, show. I, I th- you know, I identify Maybe as a little I'm cutie. the little – well – I just think this is the thing that I – But you can it. change your orientation. Yeah. Oh, man. Right? That's pretty – I mean, it would tear us apart unless, <laughs> unless what happens next is we just change the podcast to the everyman. This blows my mind. Maybe the little cuties yeah. are dead as of this episode. Who knows? But I but we shouldn't be dead because because we have a couple of we have a couple of people send us emails. Okay. So we got an email from Julia. Julia says, How does being a little cutie or for guests an honorary adult? But no, we don't have a brain. So just for us, how does being a little cutie affect dating or relationship dynamics for you? What do you think, Sean? Oh man. You want to answer that first? Yeah, I can answer that first. I mean I, I think it uh, I think it has helped that i uh the people that i date maybe fall into little cutie territory i i don't um i don't gravitate towards uh the nurturing type who would be like yeah you're such a little cutie why don't you uh you just sit there i'll make dinner i think uh i think i date little cuties see i i think i'm the opposite of you i think that i tend to gravitate or the people that i have longer relationships with i feel like i sort of can be you know like they're they're a little bit more god it's so annoying to say this but like more maybe like maternal in that way where it's like i will make dinner for you and i'm gonna run around and be like an idiot you know (laughs) yeah uh uh, but i just you know that is uh it's funny because like i don't think about like my parent relationship was never like that i feel like my you know like you know it was very like standard patriarchal you know like patriarch like relationship where it's like my dad was i mean not that you know not in like a sexist way but like it's like you know my dad was constantly like out working and very like serious about things in that way and not like my mom's the rock or something like that i mean they both contributed for sure but it's like you know my dad was the one that you know so that's my male role model and I don't know why I'm like this, you know, like yeah. I feel like I'm like, I need someone to like indulge my creative side and allow me to be like a little, 
annoying uh like i'm i'm like a like an artist cutie you know like that you know while, <laughs> while they're like oh i put up with this guy you know interesting yeah i mean i i don't know i don't, you don't I, feel that way it's so funny it's like i don't I understand like why so we're similar in a lot of ways like you know but uh, but i i yeah for some reason i don't gravitate towards i i feel like that has been on the table before like i it's been uh people have shown interest in me who maybe are a little bit more like that uh, who do whose instincts do gravitate more toward the nurturing kind of uh, behavior in a relationship, and the people I gravitate towards are just like, what are we gonna have for dinner? Right. I don't know. What should we do? Right. Should we go eat food? I don't know. Do you have any food in your house? No. Do you have any food in your house? No. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to? Ha- well, we haven't eaten yet. What should we? It's noon. I don't know. You want to have sex? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we're like really hungry. What should we do? We should probably get out of bed. Yeah. Let's get out of bed. Well, what should we do? What, what are the places that people go to get food? Yeah. Like, you go to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, what should we get at the grocery store? I, I like. It's not. Uh, See, yeah. I'm so attracted to like a girl who's like has her like shit together and is like really driven like i really like i'm attracted yeah no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not sa- saying that you're not i'm not, I'm, not attracted yeah. to drive i just yeah. the, any any i think any sign of maternal uh, yeah. uh leanings i'm just like Bloop, see you later interesting that's so that that's interesting i like you know uh yeah I, I don't know but that's not to say that like i don't uh i feel like even though that's been my pattern with relationships i like want to break that pattern i want it to be an equal partnership i really like like that idea to, to have it be more like harmonious you know and, oh yeah you know. I th- and i think i'm getting closer and closer to that yeah i i'm i get excited by people who are you know also creative and also you know right. uh, and you know i you know i generally tend to like people who are more talented or, or smarter than me but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like it's not it doesn't manifest itself in like i've put together our vacation package and here's where we're going it's yeah. more just like what do we do it's saturday yeah I don't know. Shit. I, well, I thought about, it. I wanted to see you, but I, I, let's just get in the car and drive somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, it's, I guess that sounds a lot dumber than it is, but I'm, I'm, I have a lot of fun in relationships. Um, right. so that's that. Although I will say, I will say it is getting a whole lot closer. Uh, in the past, little cutie dim has, has kind of cost me. I mean, I just, I used to, I used to I, I, saying I gravitated anywhere would 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 give uh, would align me too closely with gravity because I was just like ping ponging all over the place. You know, I was right. not rooted. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I may have dated, you know, across, you know, but it's just I would say that the relationships that I prefer to be in over time where I'm like, well, I feel more comfortable just slipping into this thing is my pattern is like, yeah, I'm like almost like a I get to be this, you know, like. Jared's one of Jared thing that like my my, friend of the show Jared Grody yeah Jared Grody has said where he's just like you put so much focus into just being like uh you know just like this creative like just towards your humor almost comedy like like you know the comedy side of your brain that there's a deficiency in certain aspects of your other life where you like don't even know how to function as an adult sometimes. Interesting. Like he'll point that out and I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel like in a relationship. I'm like, I want to be right. This is, uh, first of all, this is me at my most monstrous and confessional, but I'm like, I want to be recognized as like this genius creative type, (laughs) but then like, but you know, but like, and I'm like, and that's, that's satisfactory. That's like, that's enough. You know what I mean? And then if I can't like, 
tie my shoes, who fucking cares? Because I can be <laughs> this little Mozart or whatever. But that's that's <laughs> I'm a, I don't really feel that way. But I'm saying at my most like, you know, the the reptilian brat in yeah. me wants to be that way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I my my default is just so uh, usually all over the place. So I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want. Like, I I couldn't even point to something and go, this is what I want, this is how I want to be perceived from day to day. I'm just like, I I would love to write something really brilliant, but I would also love to be really good at, um, y- you know, planning a day trip, right? Because sometimes I can pull shit off, and but you know, I mean. I know there's people who are really great at uh, making reservations or yeah. uh, booking travel. Oh, I'm and I've so done stuff like that before. Admiring of those people. I yeah. Mean, it's, yeah. People who have that directions. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm extremely, you know, that side of my brain is very deficient. And, but I think you know. we're, I think we are talking though in, in response to this email about, um, about, uh, relationships. But as far as just dating goes, it, the, 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 the urge, the little cutie urges take me as far as just floating around a party and, and talking to someone and just yeah. going, I mean, I was a big, uh, something I think we should do on the show sometime. I don't know if you have any of these, uh, offenses that you've committed, but I could go back into my Facebook messages and just find the, the little cutiest tactic I would ever do, which was like the least forward and stupidest and only effective sometimes is go to a party, uh, connect with someone, flirt with her, not get a phone number, go home, either add her on Facebook right. or if we were already friends at, you know, 2.30 in the morning, send a message or send a friend request with a message yeah. attached and be like, hey, and then just say some dumb thing that we talked about during that night or like, hey, you should really watch. I can't believe you've never seen Beetlejuice. See, or you're, you're, you're it's funny. I'm, I, when I call you this, it's going to sound weird in the situation that you're talking about. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're you're like such a ro- more of a romantic than I am. It's not, I'm not saying that that's a romantic. Uh, Why? Because what's thing. the what's the other side of it? Like, well, I'm hey, just we like, should fuck. No, no, no. I mean, not not that. I'm just saying, like it it it's you're so like it, it's within you to that you. You're so um this this urge that that's in you to like do something like that. I don't I don't like text people like uh, I don't text text girlfriends. I don't do that. I cut well, things I off. Do, like I'm, don't no, 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 no. I'm not saying that you do, but I'm just I saying. Have but I'm saying like you let your heart lead a lot more than I do. Where I I honestly like my my brain keeps things in check. Where I'm just going like I don't want to be embarrassed and i don't want to do you know behave i think i i you know but that you i admire this quality in you i really do think that you're like a romantic and then you go for what you're like your heart you you sort of like lead by your heart and you just kind of follow your brain follows sometimes well sometimes that happens i think this is uh you know as is the case with most classic uh duo stories especially in the comedy realm I think I could stand to be a little more like you, and I think you could stand to be a little more like me. I agree, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have we have one more email to read. Uh, this is from Matthew. It's really nice. Hey, Dave and Sean. Dave might remember me from the pick stitch I made of him and Degrassi's Drake during a Harmontown live stream he was on. That did happen. <laughs> uh, I heard on the Aaron McGathy episode, how soon can she return as a guest? 
as soon as she comes back from uh, Ireland, but uh, she's uh, she's not back yet. That you weren't getting emails. No, we, we are not getting that many emails. I've been working on a gift for you guys that's been taking me a lot longer than uh, I thought. But in the meantime, I wanted to share my appreciation for the podcast. It's incredibly funny and very relatable. The video shorts are also very funny. Hashtag little cuties. Hashtag worm food. Matt. That's so nice. That's great. And that's a reference you, to, Matt. I believe that was episode four, where I was having a complete existential crisis about how we're all, worm food. Uh, we're all just worm food. Yeah. And uh, what's the point of, I believe it was about what's the point of having a uh, family and having kids. What's the point of making kids? You're just making more food for worms to eat, <laughs> uh, which was probably the darkest I've ever gone. <laughs> Jesus. Certainly won't be the darkest I will ever go. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're at maybe a little cutie stasis. I'm feeling okay. Yeah, you, you uh, seem like, yeah. You and I have uh, some cool opportunities in front of us. Yeah. But hey, we could fuck those up easily and then things could get go a lot back worse. To the dark period, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we ever want to go back to the dark ages, it's got to tap into, uh, you know, basically anything else we've ever thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really do hope this has been our most relatable episode yet. Uh, I don't know if you have anything. I would like to do. I would like to share an all better, just because it's uh, it's fresh in my mind, sure. and I'll probably forget it if I um, if I if I if I wait. Now I'm also not drinking right now, so I'm not going to drink after this. And if you don't have one, you don't have to share it. I'll but, drink for you. Uh, okay, <laughs> do it. Sure. Um, this was uh, and also I kind of think this is a good. This is a good. Um, this is a good thing because it's sort of Amir basically uh, Amir Blumen felt last. The episode compared this to confessional. Right. If anyone has an all better they'd like to share, email us at littlecutiespod at gmail.com. Oh, that's the a implication one. Yeah. being uh, you will have to not only tell us the thing that you want to feel all better about, but you also have to tell us you don't have to take a picture of yourself doing this, but tell us the thing that you drank after you type this to us. Yeah. So the idea is you type the thing. Maybe that that's wanna... what the all better is. What? They're like, I drank uh, part of uh, my fish tank. All, All better. better. Oh yeah, if you <laughs> drink a really embarrassing thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh but no, have yourself an alcoholic beverage. Um uh also this is included to sober people. Have whatever you want. Have yourself an old yeah. Odules, a tall glass of whole milk. Um you know, uh, uh Baja uh, Baja Blast from Taco Bell, the uh blue oh varietal God, of Mountain Dew. <laughs> right now, Seven uh, Eleven has a lemonade Slurpee. I've been searching oh. high and low for this thing. I had uh, the today. I had a Coke Slurpee. Yeah, with uh, on the top just a little bit of Sour Patch. Oh, uh, Sour Patch Slurpee. watermelon. Yeah, yeah. The Delicious. lemonade Slurpee I've been looking for all summer because they're printing the logo yeah. that says lemonade on the machines and not carrying the flavor. So I actually found it at the Seven right. Eleven closest to your apartment, Sean. And who did I see there? But Terry Richardson, Jesus, the insane, <laughs> disgusting, masturbating photographer. I all I wanted to do was go up to him and take a picture of him while I was jerking off and go, "Oh my God! Now I see why you do this. It's right. so fun." Uh, but I literally made myself the Slurpee, the lemonade Slurpee. Saw him, freaked out, put my Slurpee down, left, and drove away. Wow. I seriously did. And that was right before I came to go right with you. But I went back and had one. It's delicious. Anyway, here's my all better. So I have a friend. We don't talk that much. I like him a lot. We're good buds. Um, I say we text more than we actually hang out, but I'd like to fix that. He texted me 
a non sequitur, as he is wont to do sometimes, he texted me just something, just a joke. And I woke up to this joke. It was like 1.30 in the morning that he'd sent it. I woke up at 7.30 for work. And I texted him some verbal response. Then I scrolled back in my phone and just was looking at old pictures. And I scrolled really far back. And I found a picture of him and his girlfriend on the day that they met. I sort of had a hand in introducing them. Right. So I basically snuck this covert picture of them sort of hitting it off in a restaurant. And I just realized, oh, I still have this picture. I never even sent it to them. And I sent it to him. And the, and I just captioned it two twenty one fourteen, which was like the day I took it. Just like, hey, that's cool. Like, I just found this picture. Look at this. Five seconds later, he texted back. Did you know we broke up yesterday? Yeah. And I thought, oh, fuck, shit. God damn it. I just felt like the biggest asshole in the entire world. You're not. I mean. No, I'm not. Yeah, There's yeah. no way I could have known. And I, in my response, I said, dude, of, co- of course I didn't. If I did, that would have made me the worst person in the world. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I feel terrible. He said, don't worry about it. We're, we're okay. Or we're going to be okay. Uh, but I just, I felt like a real, a real shit heel. And, uh, and if you would, if you wouldn't mind drinking for me right now, all better, all better. Thanks, Sean. Um, so if you, do you have one? Yeah, I have a quick one. Let's do it. I got into a fight with a friend. At a friend's birthday party. Okay. The, the friend whose birthday was you going to fight or no? Yeah. The, no. A different friend in the middle of a birthday party that was at his parents' house in the valley. You know, uh, it was like a, you know, a little party at his family's house, you know, with, uh, with just like friends we've known for years and years and years. I got into an argument, not a fight. We didn't have a fist fight or anything. Okay. But – both of us were too stubborn to drop this fight in the middle of this party. And at some point I got so upset at him. Like I I don't fight. I don't physically fight, but I got so upset at him that I was just like slightly threatened to like, like we should, we should fight, you know, like a physical fight, physical fights. You got, you got into it so much that you, I was mad. I was really mad. And I know, I know I'm leaving this very vague. A lot of your all betters include getting into like altercations. Is, is that You've true? had two with your family. When we, oh, like, well, with those are sister. just like family arguments. I'm not, you know, but I mean, this is. But this was like he. I was drunk. He was drunk. Okay. We were both having arguments. What was I, the fight about? Can you say? Uh, man. I mean, it's, you started. You, you brought it up. I will not. Okay. I will not name the person, but I will say that I believe that I was on the. That the. That despite that the argument. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll just flat out say it. Okay, so a third friend of ours, we were talking, I was talking to that person and he was telling me that a friend of, that that his ex-girlfriend, this third person, this is a third friend, not not involved in the fight at all, okay? Let's just call him Jim, right? Let's say, that's not his name, but Jim was talking about how his ex, his ex-girlfriend you know, he was at his house at her. Sorry, he was at her house, and they were having dinner together uh, with with her with her family. God, this is going to be so confusing in terms story, of Sean. pronouns. We, wait, wait, hold on. I'll just say this. Okay, then he said uh, this third friend said, you know, there were a lot. This was a very waspy family, and the yes. dad re- said something that was anti-Semitic at the table. This third friend was Jewish. I am Jewish. 
I was, and then this other friend, the one that I got into a fight with, was like, well, started to defend anti-Semitism and said, I can understand where this person is coming from. I felt, you know, I was drunk and I started to, you know, uh, he said, you know, basically like uh, started to defend anti-Semitism. And uh, was the person who started to defend anti-Semitism Jewish? Yes. Okay. He was. But so anyways, we we got in this heated fight. I mean, you know, I mean, this conversational fight, this argument, you know, argument in the middle of the party. And I should have just dropped it. It was it was stupid. And neither of us were dropping it. I felt like I was so right in defending you know the fact that he was being silly by by defending anti-semitism in the middle of, of the fight that I, I just got like very heated and offended and it was not right to feel that way i should have just been like this is let's just stop Are you this. trying to make your all better you saying that you're you wish that you hadn't gotten angry that your friend defended anti-semitism i wish that i wouldn't have prolong the fight i wish i would have stopped in the middle of this fight and i also wish i wouldn't have said the content of the actual fight even if it was vague but i you wish you hadn't said the content of it right now in a way i wish that i wouldn't have said Do you want to make your all better about what you just said during all better let's say that i I also just want to say that i i i don't want to i mean it's like i i shouldn't have argued in the middle of a friend's uh, another friend's birthday party at his house I kept, no matter what, how ridiculous the, the argument was. You, you know, know, as an impartial third party, yeah. I will react to this the way I reacted to Allie Ward's All Better when she was on this yeah. podcast, which was that she felt bad for getting mad at a guy at a party who was being a total uh, perverted creep to one of her friends. Yeah. Uh, I think you are fine here. I absolve you. We don't need Thank to do you. it all no, better I, for you. Okay, well, I, think, I think we need to, we need to introduce absolution into the like i think you're right and i think you can either be cleansed of your sins by drinking and saying all better or the other person can say methinks you doth protest and i love i I love that but i will say this sometimes i get a little sense like you know when you pointed out that like you know oh some of your all betters have to do with arguments that you've gotten with like you know your sister or whatever like your mom or whatever you know like that stuff I will say that my family, you know, my mom has a temper, my dad, my dad has a temper, my sister has a temper. We're like, we have the, the, you know, so anytime I get into any sort of heated thing, like I am embarrassed a little bit because I can't, I have a tendency to get fiery. I mean, you wouldn't expect it, right? Like I'm like a little smiley guy who's like basically kitsch and a lot of people don't, but you're caught, you're dismissing yourself as as a person being basically kitsch? No, I'm joking, but you know. Well, we've saying, gotten yeah, yeah. in with well, the one fight we got into was pretty heated, so I have yeah, seen yeah, yeah. you get super mad. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I so I don't Well, that, but that was on both sides though. We were both fighting that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not It sounds like that. this fight you're talking about right now is also both sides were angry. Yeah, it was. And you know, it was, you know, it was equally as, you know. Look, Sean, yeah. I don't need to I'm I, But I also if, feel, if, any, yeah. if anything from this episode, I I am trying to stop tying everything together and yeah. making everything a cyclical relatable thing but i just think like if this conversation is any indication yeah the whole premise of our show is that we're trying to, to be better improve, people yeah and we're not doing it by inviting you know uh uh, 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 uh scholars and and yeah. doctors on our show or or, or self-help people right. or 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 therapists we're doing it by talking through issues and opinions and yeah. i and you know I think uh, I think in the long run it's going to make us better people. So I I don't I don't uh, fault you for 
standing up for yourself. If you were uh, upset with the way you behaved, I will. I can grant you an all better because if you felt bad about it, you deserve you deserve it. So pick up that uh, pick up that cider. Yes. Take a last little pull, and let's let's both say all, all better. better. Well, for Sean Perlman, I've been Dave Horowitz. Check out handy.com. Email us your all betters at lowcutiespot at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter if it floats your boat. And remember, daddy loves you, baby. <laughs> That's not a thing that we say. No, no, daddy loves you, baby. No, no, you say it. See how it feels. Daddy loves you, baby. Daddy loves you, baby. Daddy loves you, baby. All right. Well, hey, Dustin. Daddy loves you, baby. He's nodding his head. Ah, uh, the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.